Welcome to the BYOK Live, where we discuss the trending stories, strangest dilemmas, and real life topics. Okay now, lovelies, let's get into some things. Hello, 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 hello. It is Wednesday, October 12th, and it is another episode of BYOK Two Cents Live. I was drinking water. I thought I could finish my water before... The opening ended, but apparently I did not. Anyway, welcome, welcome. Um, it is um Wednesday, it is hum day, meaning we are two more days before we are reaching the weekend. Yeah, the weekend. You're like, man, I did lose my thought right there. This has been a, like I know I say this a lot, but this has been a long week, but I feel like this has been an extremely long week, and I can't wait for um Daylight saving time, which actually make the day a little bit longer, but I just feel like I just have the extra ump to take advantage of the extra hour. My husband always says that it doesn't make a difference, but it really, really does really make a difference. So if you are on here and you're watching this, go to www.beyourownkind.com and subscribe to our mailing list. And please follow me on all social media monikers at beyourownkind24. If you are on YouTube, please be sure to subscribe, like, and hit that notification button. If you're on Twitch, follow your girl. Also, if you like the content and you follow me, you follow my interviews, you follow my lives, because I don't just do the the BYOK Two Cents Live. I do interview guests, so I'm always welcoming people to come on. And it's not live, though. It's a pre-recorded guest show. Um, So if you're interested in that, you can always locate me at beyourownkind.com. Also, you can tip me a matcha tea at ko-fi.com backslash beyourownkind24 if you like what you see. Yes, if you like what you see. All right. um, That is my um, my little opener. Hope that you've had a great Wednesday. If you want to tell me all about your Wednesday, you are welcome to do it in the chats in the comments. All right, well, let's get started until then. Oh, thanks for the heart. <laughs> I um, am trying to watch how I talk. Every time I go back to my recording, I'm like, do I talk too fast? So I'm trying to be more cognizant so my, my brain can catch up with my mouth. Anyway, <laughs> I thought I'd start on a positive note um, because yesterday was a little deep and I really didn't want to, I really didn't get into it as much as I wanted to because I think that I want to either write a blog or do a pre-recorded post um, on, on the effects of addiction because clearly that's kind of close to my heart. Um, but today, uh, courtesy of the Black Love page on Instagram, um, it says, my Wednesday was kind of tough. But hope yours was good. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry that you had a tough Wednesday. I hope that you have a better night and a better day tomorrow. I really do hope you do. And my Wednesday was pretty good. It was just long and really busy. And you would think on a really busy day that it would go by fast. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. But thanks for sharing. <laughs> no, no problem. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thanks for viewing in. Um, and so this says, when and when you pray tonight, pray for the remaining months of 2022. May blessings pour abundantly. May you recover from the trauma of losing and getting rejected. From now on, it's blessings on a blessing and a whole lot of congratulations. This season is called Elevation. Yesterday, I talked, I touched upon this. This is harvest time. This is the fourth quarter where we are literally reaping what we sow. Um, where we are literally healing. This is healing season all all year round. Um, And this is uh, getting more acquainted with yourself season. So I always like the fourth quarter because all of the work you've done, all of the mental work, spiritual work, physical work, career work, you are reaping the benefits of that while planning for the next year. So so I do wish you all um, blessings on blessings on blessings from the fourth quarter and so forth on 2023 because you deserve it. You worked for it and you deserve it. So I just wanted to send those blessings. That just gave me good feels and I wanted to share that along. (laughs) 
So I thought this was funny because I always wonder why people like you when you have an event, I always wonder why people the first thing they ask me is, well, who's going to be there? What does it matter who's going to be there? Then I find myself asking that as well. So I saw this on Instagram and I thought it was like super hilarious why this guy is explaining why black people always ask who's going to be over there. So let me refresh this and get into what he said. Black people always ask who are going to be over there before we commit to a team. Like, I mean, this is just a general question that we all ask. I don't understand why black folks ask this question. But I think that we ask it because who who all going to be there is an indication and it sets the groundwork for the moment that we going to have. We got to know who like like we somebody special. Like like who like who who do we think we is that we got to know who all going to be there. We can't never just show up nowhere. No. Black folks will never just show up. First of all, if we do show, we're going to show up late. But then we got to know who all going to be there. Like I don't like like who you y'all coming to the thing Saturday. Nah, who are gonna be there? Who are gonna be over there? Man, it's gonna be a Eric and no, nah, I'm gonna like Eric like that. No, nah, that's nah, exactly nah. what hey, happened. we always tell them we don't like somebody like that. Either you like them or you don't. I don't know why we ask this question. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't either, but I find myself um have to prepare for the energy. I guess that's what it is because I even tried to be slick and send like, and which took a lot of time, sent like individual text messages everyone because people don't like group texts like um a lot of people are annoyed by it so i send like individual group texts so you know and all and i promise you all of the texts was like well, who else is going is this one part is this the one invite is this somebody else coming if it's that oh my god so it doesn't matter it doesn't matter because when i did the group text and people didn't recognize the number they're like well who all on this group text so i would get separate texts it's it's just the thing. So I think people just prepare if they I, I agree with you. They're preparing for energy if they can deal with such and such on such and such day. So I don't know. I I, I end up just giving the whole list like because I know that that's going to be a question that I'm going to be asked. But I just thought that that was super, super interesting. So. If you watch Atlanta on FX, you might have seen last week's episode where it looks like, looks like uh, Donald, this was loosely based off of Tyler Perry and his studio or whatever. So, <laughs> so everyone is like, Donald Glover wants to get his butt beat by Tyler Perry. So this is a little uh, snippet of the last episode. So this is Donald Glover saying, but I'm pregnant. Quote, Thank you. Calling the police. I own the police. And most of College Park. But you can't just take somebody's... I can do whatever I want! You break into my queue, shoot my garden, and tell me how to raise my child! This is an open carry statement, Mr. Vanessa. <laughs> you know, someone is you. <laughs> I'm fine. Grits don't work on me. I've developed a tolerance over the years. <laughs> oh my God. hilarious and what i love about atlanta is you really can't take it serious because it's always like random random stories like it, it's connected but it's not connected so a lot of people were like tyler perry is going to get tyler perry gotta have a sense of humor because atlanta has made fun of almost everything they even had like a weird like michael jackson um episode that one was kind of creepy but it's always touching upon random funny things so i know i think tyler perry has a uh has a sense of humor and i thought this was just super super funny yes 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 i thought it was just super funny so uh yeah everybody i, I think that tyler perry has a sense of humor i'm just gonna i'm gonna leave it at that <laughs> yes exactly and it was really creepy but I'm like, okay, this has to be like loosely based on Michael Jackson or a parody or something. It, it was it was kind of creepy, but that's what I'm saying. Like they're always touching upon everything and it's a joke. It's always supposed to be intended to be comedy. So I do not think these celebrities are as sensitive as everybody <laughs> think they are. It, I mean, just be careful what you're saying, right? <laughs> um, before we go to the commercial, I just wanted to share um, this good news of Lala um 
uh, courtesy of the Shade Room, Rikers Island Correctional Officer um, highlights incredible work Lala Anthony does at the facility. She's helping them build the self-esteem and confidence they need to re-enter the society. So she's saying, Lala Anthony better push on through at the, at the prison center. A correctional officer in Rikers Islands tells the shade room that Lala has been putting in work at the jail. The officers tell us that Lala's busy schedule doesn't stop her from sometimes spending up to 20 hours a week inside Rikers, mentoring and caring about these young incarcerated individuals in a way I've never seen before in my 15 years in the department. Lala is apparently working with the program started by a pastor for young men ages 18 to 21, where she helps them build their self-esteem and confidence to assist them as they transition back to society. According to the officer, La has even gone to court and spoken to judges on some of the men's behalf. Yes, we love to see it. I love that. I love that. I love when they slip in the good news. So I thought that I would, uh, yeah, I thought that I would mention that. So kudos to Lala and all that she does. And before we get into the next uh, topic. Let's have a quick commercial. I'll be right back. Hey y'all, it's your girl Miss Michi checking in with my girl Renita from Be Your Own Kind. You know that's my sis. Make sure that you tune in every Thursday to the Blueprint Live at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, live on Facebook and YouTube, and then you can catch me on Florent Radio, Philly Jams 95.3, Indie 101.5, and Mixed Talk Media. And I'm available anywhere that you listen to podcasts, okay, and your radio shows. So get on it, okay? Let's do this. I love to connect with you and promote what you got going on let's get it if you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the blueprint live visit the bpmediacode.com today okay okay and as you see up here i have the battle of the sexes brought to you by rise design why am i bringing this up because lavish looks at miss michi the commercial we just saw <laughs> she is going to be bringing her 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 lavish accessories which are which include sunglasses and earrings super cute super lavish at rise design studio 212 friday october 14th from 7 p.m to 10 p.m is full fun karaoke and games on 115th and pulaski road in alsip illinois so if you are in that area be sure to support her and support the and just support rise design excuse me rise design um they actually it's actually a black owned um hair product yeah so um be sure to go out and support the community yeah all right so let's get into our next topic uh, yes i'm bringing him back up only because it showed up on my feed so <laughs> so courtesy of hollywood unlocked our brother yay has um, HBO's The Shop pulls an episode featuring Kanye West claiming he used their platform to reiterate more hate speech and extremely dangerous stereotypes. Basically, they're not about to take the risk. So, um, Jamal Osborne, HBO's hit show The Shop, which is an executive produced by Maverick Carter and LeBron James. I love that show. Have you seen that show? It's really good. Um, says they shot an episode with Kanye West yesterday, but they decided not to put the episode out. Maverick Carter, the Spring Hill Company CEO, issued a statement to Anscape claiming Ye used their platform to reiterate more hate speeches. Yesterday, we taped an episode, episode of The Shop with Kanye West. Kanye was booked weeks ago, and after talking to Kanye directly the day before we taped, I believe he was capable of a respectful discussion, and he was ready to address all his recent comments. Sure he was. Unfortunately, he used to, he used the shop to reiterate more hate speech and extremely dangerous stereotypes. We have made the decision not to air this episode on any of Kanye's remarks. While the shop embraces thoughtful discourse and differing opinions, we have zero tolerance for hate speech of any kind and will never allow our channels to be used to promote hate. So basically, they had a conversation with Yeah, It was like, okay. And he busted convinced him like, yeah, okay, I could talk about this diplomatically. And then he went to taping and just started talking and going awry. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I I honestly don't know what is going on. And you know what? My heart goes out to him because it it 
he's not in his right mind, you know what I'm saying? And he he is what he isn't, you know, I feel like he goes in and out or whatever, but um, I just feel like he needs to be surrounded by people that 100% support him. And that won't be yes men. Some people that'll just like put him in this place like, yo, because now he has reached a point where he can't be corrected. Like, I feel like he was like, he got away with so much stuff in the past till all it did was create a monster. The monster. You know how you have a kid and you never put them in timeout or you never put them on punishment. And so they try you more and more and more and more. And I think that's just kind of what happened with Ye. Like he got away with this. So it's just like, okay, well, let me, let me, you know, test the waters and see, you know, how far I can go. And at this point, it's like invincibility, especially when you have power and money like he does. So. Um, yeah, but I'm pretty sure that that's going to somehow slip out on the internet because that's how the internet happens. So we'll see it eventually, right? All right. So Ray J, um, Ray J says, uh, he would tell his younger self to stop acting so cool. So someone asked him courtesy of the neighborhood talk, um, what advice would he give his younger self? And I liked what he said. So I'm sharing it. Advice would you give to your younger self? <sighs> You don't got to be cool, Ray. Sing, do your talent. Like, gangsters and, and dudes and that you think is cool, they want to see you elevate. So if you do Broadway, you tap, you sing, you dance, just be great. They're going to they gonna ride with you. You don't got to be cool. And why would you say that? Because I wanted to be cool. So I got in trouble for no reason. I didn't listen for no reason. And I ended up here, which is good, but that's risky. I wish I would have, like, sang more. I knew how to tap. I knew how to do all that. All I was doing was tapping ass. And I could have been tap dancing. So instead of tapping ass all day, tap ass a little bit. But if you know how to tap dance, do that majority of the time. And last but not least, what advice would you give to others and young people as well? You got to care. You got to care about everything you do. But you got to not give a fuck at the same time. What advice? So I feel like Ray J, um, just piggybacking on the conversation we had maybe two or three weeks ago when he was... Um, when he rehashed the whole Kim Kardashian video thing, I think he's reached a point in his life where he's like, uh, he's, he's thinking back, like maybe some of the stuff I did was quite unnecessary all for me to fit in. Right. We talked about this yesterday, how, you know, kids look up to the celebrities because they're, they're what they, they exhibit what's trending and, you know, and what you need to be like, dress like, et cetera, whatever. And I think he is saying like, I didn't want to be a lame. I could tap dance. I could sing. I could have went another route, you know, with my talent. However, I wanted to fit in and be cool so bad, you know, that I made some questionable decisions for that clout. You know what I'm saying? And and although he is still successful, we still know him separate separate from Brandy's brother. Most people, some people still don't even know that Brandy is his brother. Can you believe that? And so, um, <laughs> and so, you know, he still ended up being successful. However, I think he's thinking back on his life and some of his decisions and kind of like, eh, maybe I could have did that better because he's a father now. And he's going to have to explain to his kids since everything he's done is pretty public on why he made some of those choices. So um, I don't know if it has something to do with the recent, you know, split with his wife, but it looks like he's been reflecting more and more. Um, so that's that's good advice. That's really what Be Your Own Kind is all about. I know that BYLK Two Cents, you know, we talk about, you know, trending topics and things of that sort, but I started Two Cents so that I could, you know, incorporate personal development and little nuggets, at least from my experiences through these stories or whatever. So um just be yourself just be yourself it's, it's just easier it's just easier you don't have to keep up with a facade or it's just easier to be yourself you don't have to remember <laughs> the facade it's, I just feel like that's just so much energy and I'm not even speaking like from a place of judgment I'm speaking from a, of a, a from a personal place which is why I started this platform in the first place because there was a time that I felt like I had to be cool there was a time that I felt like I had to fit in and it was exhausting it was exhausting, you know, and my thing is now I'm comfortable with me and if people aren't comfortable with me or if I'm too much for you or whatever the case, then maybe you're not my person and that's fine because it's like billions of other people here, you know, and it's okay. It's okay because your tribe will flock to you. So anyway, I really, really like that. I really, really like that. So that's why I shared it. Speaking of Brandy. So, so unfortunately, she was hospitalized for a possible seizure after medical incident at Los Angeles home. So at 12.51 p.m., 
court thanks to TMZ, Brandy just addressed her health issue, telling fans, to my beloved fam, friends, and stars, thank you for sending love and light my way. I am following doctor's orders and getting the rest I need due to dehydration and low amounts of nutrition. Thank you for the prayers and support. Grateful, grateful for you all and see you soon. This worries me because back in her days of Moesha, when she was stressed out, she didn't eat right and she didn't keep herself hydrated. So I just hope that you know, this was a misstep and not her going back to not, you know, put in work over over herself, you know. So law enforcement sources tell TMC they got an EMS call to Brandy's home at noon Tuesday, which was yesterday. Sources with direct knowledge tell us it's believed Brandy suffered a seizure and she was taken to a local hospital. At this time, we're told Brandy is still in the hospital. Her parents have been there with her and it appears she will recover. We don't know what led up to see up to the seizure or if there were any other health issues as a result of the incident. Um, it was early, earlier this year when Brandy blew the crowd away at the NFL's NFC Championship game with her rendition of the National Anthem. Now, we know that Brandy is a powerhouse. They call her the vocal Bible. So we know that I don't know if I could get away with playing this, so I'm not. But I really, um, the funny thing is I was on Twitter yesterday, like minding my own business, and she was actually trending. And she could have been trending because Whitney Houston was trending, which is why I wanted to get into her today. Um, and I was looking at old clips on Twitter for Whitney Houston, and then Brandy was 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 um was trending, which actually makes sense because when you think of Whitney, you think of Brandy because that was Brandy's protege, like like she really looked up to her. That was her mentor. And so um I had already bookmarked things like highlighting Brandy and Whitney today. So I just thought I'm like, okay, well, when this happened, I'm like, okay, well, you know, unfortunately that happened to her, but she was already going to be in my lineup today. So just to highlight Brandy, because I think she's so underrated and she is just so dope. She was my, my teenage years. Moesha, that's who we looked up to. That was our representation. Moesha was everything and her friends, you know, um, Kim, Misi, all of them, like, and just to see like um, Cheryl win you know, an Emmy, even though I felt like she, that was well-deserved as the stepmom on Moesha. It's just that, that was like a staple. Like Moesha was a staple. Brandy is a staple and I don't think she gets that credit. So let's go into this about people like giving her her flowers while she can hear it. Oh. Moesha and Cinderella and all the movies that she's done in Broadway. I think she really brings herself. Multi-talented. She really can do it all. Moesha and Cinderella and all the movies that she's done in Broadway. I think she really brings herself. She makes it her own. She made it okay to be a little brown girl with braids, be the girl next door, and still be considered a pop star and whose personality was bigger than life. She has really changed a lot of lives through her, she has. her music. The reason why Brandy is considered the vocal Bible is because she has a gift and she's naturally gifted, but you can tell that she spent time perfecting it. She does all those things because she wants to be the best at what she does. She clearly has one of the best soulful voices of all time. And that, that means a lot with Babyface saying that, and she does. And like I said, because she you know, um, is a perfectionist. There were times where she did neglect, like I said, to, to eat. Um, so I just hope that she's not under stress where, you know, her, her, um, schedule is so demanding that, that, that happens again, you know, then also, um, King David on Twitter said the vocal Bible doesn't mean Brandy is the best singer ever. The title is tailored to her gift, which is like the Bible, many versions, interpretations, chapters, verses, also the pureness in her voice, almost angelic vulnerability and honesty. And I agree with that. Like she was in a stray jacket from one of her like recent, like I think last oh, 2020, 2020, um, concerts and um nobody really cared about that because she sounded so beautiful like that's the thing like you come for her voice and she's okay and comfortable with being herself because she also battled with you know living up to everyone's expectations and then one day she was just like screw it and she started to to come into her own self and so i think that that that's powerful as well especially since she's a mom of a 
you know, but beautiful, beautiful girl, which I also saw on Twitter where she says, imagine the child you were pregnant with 20 years ago. Can you believe she's 20? Imagine when you recorded Full Moon, standing the album 20 years later, like it's brand new. And Full Moon, that is that is one of my top five uh, favorite Brandy songs. I'm not even going to front. Okay, here we go. I know what I've invited to a lot, and I don't care if it's biased, but Full Moon has been my jam this month. Like, it's a, it's real, a, it's I've been a listening to Full Moon, like the whole album. Like, like I don't think anybody understands the album is gold. Like every single song on there is gold. So I am biased, and I'm gonna listen to Full Moon because um, no one's touching that album. So that's it. That's it. Is that it? So that's been my album of the month. Has been full moon, and probably next month will be. You know, I've been dabbling into you know, um, two eleven two. You know, slower is is always. Slower is always. I love that her fan and her mom. And do you know what you have, girl? Like I don't understand. Like you know what's crazy though? Okay, so nothing on nobody listen. Everybody does not talk about song. Nothing is such a good song on on Full Moon. Nothing like literally. Wow, I had to re-listen to the album and like wow, 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 that song, wow. Just great. I um, love that. And Full Moon was dope. Full Moon was dope. Never say never is my favorite brandy album though. Like that is my favorite. If you are a Brandy fan, what is your favorite? <laughs> what is your favorite uh, Brandy album? Let me know. Um, and if you listen to this later in the audio, let me know. Shoot me a comment. Let's talk about it. And I think I can get away with this, but I just wanted to hear her sing for a minute and then we'll move on. Let's see. Broken Life's not over. I can start up while I'm lonely, broken hearted. Is a thing to get over. Can't nobody do runs like her, though. Can't nobody do runs like her. Yes, I'm fanning over Brandy. Yes, I am. So I wish her a um a speedy recovery and I hope that she takes the time to take care of herself. Um stay hydrated, make sure that she is eating correctly and that she is monitoring her stress. This is just me guessing what's happened. So um sending positive energy her way. So before we get into fanning on um Whitney Houston, let's get into this commercial. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. People often think anxiety looks one way, but it has many faces and many emotions that sometimes can be overwhelming and daunting. I know about this feeling all too well because at a point I felt powerless to my emotions, almost to the point of drowning in them. So I decided to seek out a therapist to later learn that I have generalized anxiety disorder. If you have been experiencing the same feeling, please know that BetterHelp is here to help. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You have the option of talking with a therapist in a private, online environment at your convenience. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's 20,000 plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in under 48 hours. All you have to do is fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with the therapist in under 48 hours. Then you will schedule secure video and phone sessions Plus, you get to exchange unlimited messages and everything you share is completely confidential. Thanks to therapy, I learned the tools that I needed to conquer my anxiety and over-obsessive thinking. I did it afraid and I took that leap to talk with someone to later learn that it was going to be okay and that I was going to be okay. Please know that you can request a new therapist at no additional charge anytime. Join the 3 million plus people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. And better yet, get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com BYOK. That's betterhelp.com BYOK because you deserve it. 
Yes, yes, you do deserve it. You deserve peace of mind and the art of metacognition, which is having control over your thoughts. You have freedom of thoughts and to learn how to um, dismiss the thoughts that no longer serve you and to, and to embrace the thoughts that do. Um, I believe therapy has helped me do that. Uh, I've had a lot of distorted thoughts in my head. So um, if you just need need to talk with someone, you can go to www.betterhelp.com backslash BYOK to receive 10% off your first month, or you can just talk to your support system. Um, but that is my sponsor. So <laughs> I mentioned them, but I honestly, honestly, therapy is, is like I say it every day, like it really, really changed perspective, right? So let's start fanning on Whitney Houston. Yes, the great late Whitney Houston. And I believe Whitney was actually trending over what that um that garbage that we heard yesterday of like that old voicemail that Kim K um had left or somehow Candace Owens got a part of that. So everybody was like, I know she's not talking about the queen. So this is probably why she was trending on Twitter. However, um, let's just get into how Whitney was just such a vibe, man. Thanks to my almighty father in heaven, Jesus. <laughs> Which cometh my help always. I thank you, my great intercessor. First and all, yeah, she just was a vibe. Like her whole aura was just like, yes, like, yes, you know, um, and that's why I'm saying. You know, such a such a beautiful person um, left so soon um, over over something that she couldn't she couldn't um, get a hold of. Uh, I thought this was a cool clip. So what this is is Whitney Houston is playing around and impressing Elson John, an opera legend of Pavarotti. This was in 1994, and just listen to her range. She's not even serious. I watched this like three thing was I came across a clip that is actually going to help us uh, transition into um, our last topic for for the night um, about like fat phobia in the media and this 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 is actually our um, this is actually what we're about to get into uh, like the main topic for the night let's hear what she has to say shame 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 on you <laughs> yeah, because you know, I, I know of, for instance, Singing Sea Music Factory, um, Factory, Martha Wash was the singer on that record. And when we saw the video, we saw a very, you know, cute little dark skinned child singing the song, which we knew it wasn't her. I certainly knew it wasn't, it wasn't her because I know Martha Wash from years ago and the woman can sing and you can't mistake that voice. So to me, it was like, well, wow. You know, you, you you made a hit song off of this woman's voice. How come we can't see her? What's the big deal? Because she's a heavy set woman with a beautiful face and this gigantic, fabulous, tremendous, rock kicking ass voice. What's the problem? You know, is it the image situation? Well, today I know that there are beautiful big women who can sing and we love them. You know, why are we afraid to hear the truth? Um. Shame, shame, and she said this years ago and so um i don't think of, i don't think of her on twitter said whitney houston discusses the shame of fat, fat phobia in the music industry with martha wash as an example whose voice was used on the iconic song everybody dance now everybody dance now but was physically replaced with the skinnier woman in the music video who lip synced martha had to sue for credit this was the lady who um who took this is her talking but let's see 
What does she sweat? It is a worldwide hit produced by Robert Clavelli's and David Cole, the C and C and C and C Music Factory. But shortly after this hugely successful music video was released, the world learned that things were not exactly as they appeared. I'm Dara Star Tucker, and this is the breakdown. You see the woman singing? She's a model turned singer named Zelma Davis, and this right here is some Milli Vanilli. The song's real singer is named Martha Wash. Sing that part, that, so they'll know. <laughs> if you can hit that note. When Clavelli's and Cole got the idea for the song, Gonna Make You Sweat, they knew they needed a powerful singer to deliver the hook. Rumor has it they wanted either Shaka Khan or a singer named Jocelyn Brown, whose vocal had already been illegally sampled in this song. But they eventually asked Martha Wash, who was a member of the Weather Girls, who had already had top 40 success with this hit. Which incidentally was co-written by Paul Schaefer of The David Letterman Show. For Gonna Make You Sweat, Clavelli's and Cole got rapper Freedom Williams to do an Ice-T sound-alike rap verse, and they had themselves a hit. The problem was they didn't credit Martha with singing the lead vocal, and they didn't put her on the album cover either. And unbeknownst to her, they got model-turned-singer Zelma Davis to do the music video, because Martha supposedly didn't have the body type that would get them much airplay on MTV. And this has been going on forever. Like, let me just look. Because I like to look. When did Everybody Dance Now come out? Everybody Dance Now. So this came out in, uh, let me see, year. Year Everybody Dance Now came out. It came out 1990. 1990. Yet, present day, we still have people coming at body shape. And when I mean a body shape, I mean people coming at Lizzo. Like Lizzo came out with uh, Truth Hurts maybe maybe two or three years ago. I mean, it was made way before we it became popular, by the way. But when it when it popularized, people thought it was cute, you know, because she has such a big voice and big personality because that's what heavier people are known as. Um, I, that's what I'm known as. Oh, you have a big personality, da, 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 da. And if I'm quiet, something is wrong. It's just that stigma that sticks to, to you know, the plus size community, whatever. So since she has um, been been popular or have, you know, made it to a celebrity status, it, people have just been jabbing, 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 jabbing at her weight. You know, like it's nothing else. I mean, they're saying, well, if she would just dress better, then um, she wouldn't have this problem. And someone, um, we're going to get into that, but someone just kind of commented like it's no different than us looking at Rick Ross without his shirt. Don't nobody want to see that, but don't nobody say anything because they have every right not to wear their shirt. Just like just like she has every right to wear what she wants to wear. If you don't like what she wear, or if you don't like what she presents, unfollow her unfollow her don't don't look up articles that has to do with her now that's easier said than done right i don't think it is but to some people it is so so this is just for the, the sake of content uh for people magazine it says lizzo says she's minding her fat black beautiful business after kanye west demonics insult because of course he did come at her too so um and we also talked about the thing that aries um Spears has said, you know, um, I think that was like my first episode when I started BYLK Two Cents, you know, live the way that I am doing it now. Let's get into the story. So Lizzo has no time for haters. The Grammy winner, the Grammy Award winner, appeared to reference Kanye West's recent jab at her weight as she spoke out against people insulting her for no reason. No reason. She just always get interjected in conversations. And I think that's because it's to stir up the com the conversation of her being of being heavy set, right? So she says, I feel like everybody in America in America got my um MNF name in their mouth for no reason. I'm minding my fat, black, beautiful business, Lizzo said in the clip. She also asked the crowd if she could take refuge in the great white north and even took a shot at finding a Canadian spouse for dual citizenship, to which the audience responded with cheers and laughter. Lizzo previously caught some residual hate from Ye, 45, during one of the offensive um, diatribes in his in his recent controversial sit down at Fox News Tucker Carlson tonight. I refuse to watch that. I, I can't take no more doses of him. 
So when Lizzo loses 10 pounds and announces it, this is what he says. When Lizzo loses 10 pounds and announces, announces it, the bots, that's a term for like telemarketer callers on Instagram. They attack her for losing weight because the media wants to put out a perception that being overweight is the new goal when it's actually unhealthy. He said, let's get aside the fact of whether it's fashion and bold, which is not, or if someone thinks is attracted to each his own, it's actually clinically unhealthy. And for people to promote that, it's demonic. What's demonic is constant disrespect and disregard and narcissism, if you want to get into that. However, I think that Lizzo is a movement because she made plus size look like body goes and not in a sense of health in a sense that you feeling comfortable with who you are no matter if you are not at that weight that you that you want to be at you can wear that leotard now you don't have to wait till you reach a certain number on the scale to wear what you want to wear or be who you want to be it's kind of like when you buy china and you wait to that special event to eat on the plates no let's eat on the plates today any occasion and i'm alive it's a special occasion and i think that's what that is what she's portraying and that's why i say she's a movement because so i feel like so many plus that i can relate to her i can relate to her and i, I feel like she has like she is up like the plus size body positive movement to me because even though she's getting jabs she's still winning in life she's still doing what she needs to do you know and she's literally minding her business and the only thing that people can say about her is she fat that's all they got because that's all they can see you know i, I feel like people like to attack what they call weaknesses but that like the tangible weaknesses you know if you're if you're in in my community too dark or if you're too big or if you're too this or your hair too this people always want to attack what they can see and the people see fat as a weakness and a lot of people got a lot of weaknesses but i guess because you're skinny or you fit this body quo nobody sees it so nobody can attack it so people like to attack people to make themselves feel better because as long as you're feeling better than someone else you know then then you could go about your life i will talk about this for hours so anyway when carcel 53 asks why those body types are supposedly perpetuated west says it's a genocide of the black race they want to kill us in any way that they can this week west instagram profile was restricted after he made we talked about that let's talk about her lizzo is no stranger to body shaming for men in the industry having recently faced some underhanded comments about her weight from comedian ari spears which was so rude he said she looked like that little um the the shit emoji basically and now for bees that got something to say about me in the press she said on stage you know what i'm not going to say anything they be like lizzo why don't you clap back why don't you clap back because bitch i'm winning she said bitch i'm winning whole big bitch is winning best revenge is your paper so her whole thing is i don't care i'm still winning i don't care so the next day lizzo wrote on twitter let me make one thing very clear i wasn't addressing anybody in my speech last night i was addressing everybody because it's not just yay that said something it's not it's, it's everybody always have to come and wait and growing up that was always my thing well at least you're you're, you're fat and da -da -da, but what else can you say about me so and i mean okay and and so i like the fact that she doesn't let people weaponize like get weaponize her with how she look and you think this is the first time that somebody has talked about her weight her whole life if she has struggled with weight her whole life this isn't the first time she heard this maybe on a larger scale because she's who she is but i love the fact that even if it does make her sick she used to cry about it like um i had a whole episode about it she used to cry about you know the comments when she was trying to be herself and now i just feel like and which makes me proud of her she's risen above it and is like so what this is me this is me take it or leave it or don't but but her she's the agenda of obesity when obesity is america is 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 the fattest <laughs> nation in the world it ain't just it ain't just a genocide of of black people it, it every it, obesity is a thing here it's it, it is a problem here but she is not representing obesity she's she's representing self-love and self-validation because apparently if you don't look a certain way you you rarely going to get validation right that's 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 what this is per perpetuating so 
in instances like that, you got to validate your damn self. So I feel like that <laughs> that is the message. That's why I say that I think she's a movement, basically. So um, so here we go. The unpopular opinion. I don't know why this person keeps popping up on my Twitter, but I think this person actually like personally came in my way one time. But for some reason, he just pops up in every every fat conversation so he says now nah, lizzo gets fat shame because she's morbidly obese and dresses like a vogue model if she if she would appropriately clothe herself her size wouldn't be as big of an issue Pro appropriately clothe herself to be honest with you whether you big or small i don't want to see all of that like it doesn't matter what's that i don't want to see all of that and then <laughs> If you wanna, if you wanna be clear, so why can why can't everybody just wear what they want to wear? And if I don't want to see it, once again, I could just, you know, uh, switch the channel. It doesn't matter what. Sometimes I don't want to see nipples on on smaller people. Sometimes I don't want to see all of that too. You know, it doesn't matter. But it's it's a it's a point of reference, right? And a person is involved is entitled to be themselves. And like I said earlier, you have your people, and you don't. You know, so if if you if that you don't vibe with that energy just don't don't pay attention to it she's a vibe to me though so felly says and rick ross and dj Khaled be shirtless having their stomachs hanging over the zipper and titties out like they're a calvin klein model but they don't get nearly as much backlash they don't it's just women it's just the pressure of women have to look and act a certain way but men can do whatever they want they don't need they don't they don't but they need to put their clothes on also nobody wants to see that Okay, you could just not just not watch that. You know what I'm saying? Like you cannot. And so this other person says, no, she gets heat because she doesn't let her size stop her. Until you can play a flute, dance, and sing live for over an hour without losing stamina, I advise you to shut up. I agree. Just because she's big doesn't mean she has to wear what you think she should wear. Get help. I, I agree with that. And he says she gets heat because she comes out half-dressed and looks disgusting. I played ball throughout middle and high school and college. I've, I have great stamina. If you're fat, not everyone want to see your fat row, cellulite, and stretch marks. It's disgusting. But, baby, there is someone that do. There is somebody that don't care about the stretch marks and don't care about the row. So, baby, bye. If that's, if that's not your cup of tea, then don't pay attention to her. Don't pay attention to her. But the fact of she's like like the person says she's on stage for hours twerking and playing the flute and dancing and singing. And her songs is like big voice songs, you know, and she's doing that and she has her breath and she killing the game. You better leave Lizzo alone. I'm a leave. He he upsets me. I don't know how he keep ending up on my Twitter. I do not. So anyway, let's get into some of the some of the quotes that she said um, on Vogue, which I have Vanity Fair. I'm sorry, on Vanity Fair, and the way she did it on her, um, the way she did it on her Instagram. We're just gonna go through it because I like the way that she did it. So um, this is her cover. I love everything about it. Look at them heels. Look at look at those fishnets. Nothing make a leg look more attractive than some fishnets. I love me some fishnets notes to self by fishnets for the winter i think that's my thing i think i'm just gonna wear dresses and uh and fishnets be ready instagram <laughs> so her first quote says you mean if i lost weight what would happen is my music and my weight so intrins intrinsically connected that if i were to lose weight i lose fans or lose validity and this is basically what the guy from twitter was saying if she wasn't big she wouldn't be as popular. Excuse me. And I don't agree with that because she sings about love. She sings about positivity. And I think her weight just adds to it because she's someone I can relate to. But her music is so positive. I don't see me not listening to her. Um, I don't care, she says. I lead a very healthy lifestyle, mentally, spiritually. I try to keep everything I put in my body super clean. Health is something I prioritize. Wherever that leads me physically is my business. That's what I'm just saying. Like, you cool just the way you are. If we could just realize how cool with the way we are. They, and plus, people that try to, it isn't always a fat thing. It's a metabolism thing. Some people um, retain water. It's so many reasons why people can't lose weight. And then there are just people out there that don't care to lose weight. That's why it just matters tonight, not judge and just let people, let people be them. I'm really on the soapbox. Let's go to the next one. I love this look. I love this look. And it says, it sucks that we associate weight gain with the negative thing that causes it. 
it's mixing this beautiful thing that's food and nourishing ourselves with it. But it's the stress that's the bad thing not the 20 pounds. I agree. It's the stress to want to fit in. Like my why for losing weight used to be like, because I don't have to hear, I don't have to hear my family say it anymore. Or, or I'm going to get back at the people that made fun of me growing up. My why used to never be about, because that's something I wanted to do. It was always centered around um, acceptance and people liking me more and maybe life would be easier for me if I was smaller and that's the connotation that comes with you know like oh should I eat this because I don't want to and it comes it's stressful it's stressful it's stressful when you're not losing weight on your terms or eating health not even losing weight just adapting a healthier lifestyle without someone saying something then when you're eating salad and you're trying to do something it's like no let's don't eat salad today but you just call me fat so it's it's that confusing <laughs> that confused confusing thing that comes with those that love us but also going out in society where you're just automatically judged because you're a certain size let me finish this y'all she said i feel very lucky because i don't feel that weight gain is bad anymore nor is weight loss it's neutral and food is fun i love eating and i have a chef now and i'm not thinking about it she's just living her life i'm i'm not going to let food it's not the food like she said i control it's the stress that that is attached to the food that is controlling it's those it's those defeating thoughts it's 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 just that stress you know, once again, of people liking you that that or or like your self image, you know, that that's attached to that. When you feel comfortable with you, no matter what weight you are, you don't have that stress anymore. You'll eat that candy bar because you have a taste for it. You know, it's not it's, it's not going to be hey, sis, it's not going to be that deep, you know, so. Um, I do agree with what she's saying. And a lot of people, when they let go of that stress, they actually start to lose weight and they actually start to feel better healthily when they stop, when they like separate themselves from, from people's opinion, basically, you know, um, I love Lizzo. Yes. I love her so much. Look at this. Look, I was just talking about these fishnets, girl. I think it's going to be a fishnet winter. That's all I'm saying, baby. Fishnet winter. I'm loving this, loving this. She said, is monogamy a religion? People fight for monogamy like they pray to it every day. I am not a polyamorous person. I'm not in love with multiple partners. That is not me. Here's, he's the love of my life. We are life mates. I'm not thinking about sex when I think about monogamy and rules. I'm thinking about the anatomy and independence of him and me. How wonderful would it be to be this complete independent person and to come together to make two complete independent people? Yeah, yes, she is servant. I am here for these fishnets. But I love what she says because being in a relationship is not about um, becoming codependent and you melding together. It's two individual people coming together and, and creating a life, you know, and I, and you always hear, well, I, I, I always hear, and even myself, even in marriage, you're just kind of like, I kind of lost my identity a little bit because I thought that I took that becoming one kind of literal, but no, we're, we're one, we are a unit. However, we're a unit and we're separate at the same time. So we have our togetherness, but we also have our individuality as well. And I feel like you're more comfortable in a relationship when you're able to breathe and be yourself and have that independence, you know, to do the things that, that you love, that you used to love, to, not used to love, that you love to do. So if you're in a relationship and you find yourself not doing the things that you used to love to do, then that's time for you to do some searching, you know, and you should want to be with a partner that allows you to still be, because here's the thing, that's what attracted that person in the first place, who you were before you met them. So why lose that? And if they, if they love you, they wouldn't want you to lose that spark because that's what attract, attracted you in the first place. So, so yeah. And so I'm for all of these quotes. I am. That's why I'm like, let me just go through all of them instead of reading the Vanity Fair. <laughs> yes, I love this. It's giving 
Trojan royalty. It looks like those are like diamond or rhinestones. I don't know, but I'm loving it. And she says, yeah, I do have fun because if I'm not having fun right now, when am I going to be able to enjoy having a hot rocking bod, being young, beautiful, and rich? I can pay my bills. I can pay my family's bills. What a blessing. When I literally could not afford a $5 Jimmy John sandwich, I couldn't afford to buy a $2 frozen pizza. I'd have to get quarters from strangers for gas money. Hell yeah, I'm having fun. I'm celebrating every person's birthday who's around me. I'm going hard. I'm working hard. And I'm resting hard because, baby, you deserve it because baby you deserve it that's why i'm saying like don't nobody know your struggle like you do so can't no can't nobody tell you how to celebrate your triumph because don't nobody know what you've been through more than you've been through baby so her next one i like this i like this it'll hurt somebody but i like it i like the gloves too it is just something about pleather that just makes my day like i don't know what it is um, but Lizzo B. Eaton says, I'm not going to say anything negative in my music because I don't want anything negative in my life. But I'll speak on things that have happened. I'll talk about hard times and how I got through it. And I love that. And I love that. We talked about that yesterday, energy, right? So I'm not going to sing about anything negative because I don't want that coming back to me coming back to me. We, we think about karma, right? And we always say we reap what we sow. And I told my friend this the other day that I had read something that when you plant things, when it grow, it don't grow singular. It grows plural. You don't, you don't put one seed in and of, of, uh, I don't know, of time and only one, one branch of time pops up, or you don't see one apple growing on an apple tree. When you plant something, always, it always uh, pops up in plural. So whatever I put out or whatever seed that I plant, it comes plural. It doesn't come in singular form. So in that case, I want to make sure that I am sowing positivity, that I am sowing um, um, abundance in everything that I do, everything I say, and everything that I absorb, which is which is why I feel about my platform. If I continue to put good out there into the world, then that inevitably comes back on me because that's what I want. I want abundance. In my life, I want I want my energy to match what I give out. So, um, just think about that with the reaping what you sow. So, I love what she said because a lot of people get on her feel good music. I put on a Lizzo album and I feel great, feel great. And here's the last one where she's getting her Ursula on. I am so shocked that she didn't play Ursula, but I don't think the world was ready for it. They weren't even ready for uh, for Holly playing Little Mermaid. So maybe that's why not. But I love everything about this. If I had like copious amount of money to just blow on something, I would get this and I would be this for Halloween. This is so chic and cool. So she says, this has happened to many black artists. Diana Ross, Whitney, Beyonce, rap artists now. Those audiences are overwhelmingly white. I am not making music for white people. I am a black woman. I am making music from my black experience. For me to heal myself from the experience we call life. If I can help other people, hell yeah. Because we are the most marginalized and neglected people in the country. We need self-love and self-love anthems more than anybody. I agree. So am I making music for that girl right there who looks like me, who grew up in a city where she was underappreciated and picked on and made to feel unbeautiful? Girl, this finna make me, this is making me tear up. Yes, it blows my mind when people say I'm not making music from a black perspective. How could I not do that as a black artist? The fact that she is singing and she is black, that qualifies her as being a black artist. Whitney also had that, that, um, that stigma where she wasn't singing for the black people because you know she sung a lot of ballads and things of that sort and everybody's like she's so boring but i'm like what was born about that that range what was born about she was singing a story her songs like her older music and still like even her most current it had a story you know if something is different then it's lame and it's something you don't want to be into but why is positive such a bad thing and i'm gonna i'm i'm I got a blog that that's coming out soon because I watched this body documentary and I'm definitely going to talk about it. And that, that's what's making, putting me in that thought pattern of why is different so bad? 
why is different so bad she is a vibe that's actually the title she yes lizzo is a vibe but i never understood why different was so bad why different was lame why if you don't if you're not swimming with the swimming um with the stream and swimming against it then something is wrong with you i don't understand it and there's so much pressure to be different when really all you being is who you were made to be that's all you're just you're just flowing with who you are and why is it su such a stigma to do that why you know and why did it take you to grow up you know what i'm saying that yeah they did that to tyler the creator yes if you are different then you're laughed at you know what i'm saying and and i feel like that is the wrong message out here because there are so many people that are depressed just off the back of they feel like they can't be themselves. They feel like they're suffocating. And that's such a bad feeling when really, honey, there's nothing wrong with you. Down here at the bottom, let me move this, this Kofi thing. It says you are the most fantastic person you'll ever know and you'll ever encounter. And I promise you that. I promise you that. Dope artist, but not the status quo. And at this point, like the hell with the status quo. If it's anything against who I am and what I stand for, then then i don't i don't need to be doing said thing like that's that's just how i feel um yeah i, I saw that and then i saw it again <laughs> you're exactly right sis so here's the last thing um on lizzo courtesy of people again where it says um they didn't respect him until he won a grammy against dj Khaled. that's what i'm saying you have to have some type of notoriety if being on kind had like thousands which i'm speaking manifesting that you know i at least make a thousand y'all so i can monetize on youtube but you know then i'm doing something but why can't i be doing something just on the scale that i'm at being myself if i never reach those thousand thousand subscribers which i i'm manifesting that i am but if i don't and i'm still doing what i'm doing and i'm still reaching somebody then then i've i've served my purpose I've served my purpose, and that's how we have to look at, like, being happy with where you're at at this moment without the pressures of being, um, without the pressure of comparison. So I'm okay with where I'm at because I'm doing something that I love, and when I start predicating my success on somebody else's, that's when it's no longer fun because now I'm pressured to keep up with this with the next podcast or with the next youtube channel and that's stressful so i'm just gonna keep doing what i'm doing you know because i like what i do i like the message that you know that i put out and as long as i'm happy at the end of the day when i hit the end broadcast button on this stream line stream yard live that's all that matters you know what i'm saying it will thank you sis this is this i need a little michi in my pocket i'm trying to tell you like she always pumps me up she always pumps me up i love you sis <laughs> so the last thing uh, we're talking about lizzo says she chose her concert outfits to make a feminist statement in celebrating curves i love it lizzo is celebrating her curves with the significant of black women and their bodies in today's society in a new cover story with vanity fair Oh, yes, we do. We have to keep going no matter what. No matter what. If it's zero people on here and I'm talking to myself, I got to keep going. So um, Lizzo says, when it's sexual, it's mine. Lizzo said, when it's sexualized, someone is doing it to me or taking it from me. Let's repeat that because this is why I, I want to read this. She said, when it's sexual, it's mine. When it's sexualized, someone is doing it to me or taking it from me. Black women are hyper-sexualized all the time and masculinized simultaneously. Because of the structure of racism, if you're thinner and lighter or your features are narrow, you're closer to being a woman. I like what she says that we're feminine and masculine at the same time because we have to we have to have those curves and we have to be sexualized. However, we have to bear our burdens on our own without any help of a man. We have to not feel how we feel or we're considered weak or we can't even express any type of stress or anger or we're black and angry, you know, big black angry woman. You know, so I found that to be 
the most <laughs> on point comment. You know what I'm saying? She said the singer pointed out Beyonce's impact on her on stage costumes and said her famous black leotard in the 2008 single Ladies Music is what inspired her to start wearing her similar costumes. It seemed like it became the industry standard for everyone. The to be loved and my ready uh, singer share. I wanted to be like a dancer and also it was kind of political and feminist in my eyes to have me a full figure dancer wearing leotards, showing and celebrating curves and being Olympian in strength, endurance, and flexibility. And she did it unafraid because it takes a lot to, to, it takes a lot to be you, man. It really do. Um, it takes courage, not a lot. It just takes courage. Lizzo um, then mentioned iconic singer Josephine Baker in the banana skirt. She became well known for her 1920s. Movements have to, to evolve generationally. The culture changes. You can't have a movement in 1920 be the same thing as it is in 2020s. We have to match the rebellion. The rebellion isn't even the same. This is a new day. This is a new day. That's why that is why I'm saying Lizzo is a movement. Just when I read this stuff, like when I was looking for topics, I'm like, this is a movement. She is a movement and I'm for it. She again mentioned Beyonce and her song Bootylicious and emphasized. I can't even put into words what Beyonce did for so many people. She was the beginning of black women celebrating their curves. Although she was on the smaller end of the spectrum, she was our only representation. Lizzo said it's wow to see the popularization of big butts. And I don't even think this generation understands it. They don't because we used to be, black women used to be teased for their big butts. Now everybody, all cultures, are are getting this including ours which which that, that's a whole nother story um to look like us you know um there's kids stuffing pillowcases in there but mimicking black women and don't even realize the implications of that you know but we're more than butts we're more than hips we're black women are on the rise of entrepreneurship i believe we are the the highest graduates and in our, like our professional status has increased tremendously. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it's crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy that now we're fixing ourselves to look like us. You know, because it was okay to have a flat butt just if you don't have with the friend with the big butt. But everybody has the big butt. We talked about this though. Apparently, it's going out of style. But I don't never see big butts going out of style. I just, I just don't. <laughs> I'm doing my squats though, because I'm gonna see how much I can get one. <laughs> but anyway, you know, um, long story short, I think that Lizzo is a movement. I think that Lizzo is a vibe. And what I take from this is you are also a movement and you are also a vibe. Just being who the hell you are, like, like point blank, period. You be the movement and you be the vibe and you be the change that you want to see in the world. Even, and don't look at, oh, I'm just me. I'm just one person. You never know who's watching you. You never know your impact on the world. You never know. You never know. If I, like, when, when I disappear, people call me out the woodwork like, man, hey, I miss you. You know, where you been? Why did you have any podcasts, interviews, anything like that? You never know who's watching you. You never know the impact that you have on people. You don't. So continue to be a vibe and continue to be a, a movement and continue to be you. And that's all you have to be. You don't, you, you don't have to soul search hard to be who you are. Just let all the inhibitions go and let go of whatever comments or judgments that are attached or that is stopping you from being who you are. So that is me off my soapbox. So this has been an awesome, awesome week um, connecting connecting with you. And I just thank you. Thank you all for watching me. I'm on here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and I just love um, that you guys pop in and you spend your time with me. Before I get off, um, I just want to remind you that the lovely Miss Michi will have her lavish looks um, at the Battle of the Sexes on this Friday, October 14th from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Food, fun, karaoke, and games. 115th in Pulaski um, on, in Alsip, Illinois. So if you are in Chicago or you are um, in that area, come out and support Miss Michi and tell her I sent you. Just, just say, hey, I saw you on, on BYOK Live, and she sent me here. <laughs> so um, this ends our week. So I wish you a great weekend. I do have an interview that will be posting on 
Friday. So I'm excited about that. Hey, I'm looking for people to interview. So if you know of anyone, anyone that would like to be on my platform, it's pre-recorded. It's not live. Um, it's actually a, se- a separate segment than this. And it's just people talking about them living their own lives, living in their own lanes. And so if you know someone, just send them over to www.beyourownkind.com. And um, I'll give them that information. There's a chat box when you go to go to my website. So you'll see it then. Hey, this is it. And I just want to thank you once again for being on here. If you are on YouTube, please, if you liked it, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. Um, if you're on Twitch, please follow. Um, and don't forget to be kind to yourself and to be kind to each other. And remember who you are and stand in it. All right. Have a great weekend and I will talk to you all Monday. Bye.